You guys ready for a story? <laughs> That's every, Always. Every episode starts. Always. So, I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. I'm a clean comic. Could have fooled me. Can <laughs> you define clean? Yeah. And I wanted to give back to the community. Yes. The comedy community uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And one of the best ways that you can give back to the community is by giving stage time. Okay. And the way you can get... That's the currency. That's, that's the comedian's currency. currency. St- stage time is currency. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you could do that in one of two ways. You can have a show and invite comics to be part of your show. Right. They get stage time. Or you do an open mic. And so that means you're going to connect with the business and do a weekly or a monthly open mic. And you're kind of setting it up so people just have to show up and do the open mic. Yeah. And they get stage time. Yeah. All right. So that's how you do it. So I'm like, I can do a monthly open mic. Yeah. And so I call my friends or I connect to my friends at Welltown Brewing in Tulsa, which is a, a really cool spot. And I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, we love it. And so I'm like, all right, everybody, we're doing a once a month clean open mic. Nice. That's really important because it's got my name on it. Yeah. And so if anybody comes to it, like from my fan base, like they're going to be expecting clean. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. Like and I can bring my kids. Like you can bring your kids you can or bring your maybe kids teenagers. To the brewery. Well, it, they have food. It's a oh, restaurant. Okay. They call it. It's a brewery, but it's, you don't have to be 21 to go. Um, <laughs> so great kids production. can't come. Kids could come. Um, so so I promote it and I'm there. And we're, we're set up and we don't get a lot of, we get three comics that sign up and that's okay. fine. Yeah. First time, no big deal. Yeah. And so I just remind them, hey, it's a clean mic. And so... Keep it clean. Yeah. And I say very specifically, no F-bombs. Yeah. No sexual innuendos. Yeah. That's pretty common that people say that. And that's not even that. That's not as clean as me. Like that's leaving some other cuss words on the table. I see. But I'm just like, let's focus on those. Two yeah. 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 Don't do that. Yeah. And so I go up, I do a set. It's terrible. The jokes are not funny. It's fine. It's an open mic. Wait, you do a set? I mean, I do it. I'm hosting it, so I do five minutes. I see. And you just... I try some new jokes. News. None of them hit. Okay. Yeah. So just really help set everybody else up for success. <laughs> well, yeah. Good point. Because you couldn't find a magician or a... <laughs> right. Comedian or a... Singer. A singer. <laughs> or a juggler or someone on a unicycle. Yeah. So uh, then the next comic gets up and it's fine. He does... I mean, he does fine. Yeah, it's great. The third comic gets up and he goes, it's his second time on stage, and he goes, we're all 21 here, right? Uh-oh. We can say the F word. And then he just starts saying it a ton. Yeah. Like his joke is just F word, F word, F word, F word, F word. So much. So, yeah, so yeah. much. So much. It's not funny for one. So much he's saying mm-hmm. it. And then he starts telling a bunch of jokes about sex. Mm-hmm. And and it's so uncomfortable oh in the room. And so uh, he finishes and like it was kind of hard to get him off stage. And then I get him off stage. I get up there. I'm just like, okay, okay. Well, that's the whole mic. So see you guys next time. Mm. And then... It's over. So it's supposed to be a clean show. It's supposed to be a clean People, open mic. The audience wasn't necessarily there for a clean show then because nobody booed him off the stage. They didn't move him off the stage, but there were people that we know that uh, were expecting it to be clean yeah. who were incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and 
I walked away saying to myself, oh, I guess I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah, so that was it. So that was the last time we did that open <laughs> mic. It is over. No more. Really? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I can't do it. So I changed it uh, to do a uh, clean comedy showcase. A showcase. I pick the comedians. Gotcha. And advertise online. People can come. It's going to be clean. I've been very clear. Like all the performers are clean or either I know them really well and I've given them very strict limitations on what the... Yeah. What Did the, they sign a contract? They did not. Because it seems like you gave clear instructions the last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. But... You got to watch this guy. got to watch you. Yeah, but did invite you to the, to the Get show. Get that in writing or Chris, he... I, I would tell you what, I just... I Walk like to explore the space. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's just true of your life. That's just how I am. Yeah. So today we're talking about... Um, so that's that story. Yeah. So today we're talking about what it looks like to be a clean comic in a world of blue comics. That's what it's called. That's oh, the, oh. Look at you using industry terms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't translate the same way as uh, a, you know, a blue collar worker. That's true. A blue comic. A hardworking comic. We don't like those. Maybe yeah, that right. maybe that's what they what maybe that's what they consider themselves or something. No, I read about this and I can't remember. Oh, I feel yeah. Like I read well, about why it's maybe called. we'll we'll google it so we can see if yeah. what it, where the term comes from. But it means a comic who's not yeah. Who yeah. Who, who's not clean. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what it looks like, like how, how do you, as a clean comic, how do you jump on a show that you want your fans to come to, but the other comics are not clean. And then how do you have shows yourself and include other comics? And then we got a comment of the week. That's pretty nasty. Speaking of blue, not that guy. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, I always say, here we go. So you want to... All right, guys. Man, I'm ex- this is what I'm excited about. Here we go. Gare, look up what, what does blue comic mean? Where does it come from? All right. So while Gary's looking that up... Oh, you're on your phone too. You know, I, I bet I could do it faster than Gary. I bet you can't. Is what I'm gonna guess. Here's here's what blue life. comedy is defined right here is typically sexual in nature and or using profane language, sometimes using gender or race based humor. But no, I know what it is. I want to know where it came where like Well, maybe our audience doesn't know what that is. That's Adam? a good okay, sorry. I apologize. Why don't you just <laughs> we're all here to learn. Hey Chris, yeah. there's a thing called character comedy. There is. It's derived from a persona invented by the performer, often stereotypical. Sounds familiar. <laughs> I guess sometimes I'm a comic. Sometimes cringy. <laughs> I'm I'm seeing if there's a a clean comedy in this. This not it's not a thing. Clean clean isn't a thing. Nope. You know while he's looking that up uh, to get everybody up to speed. Big phrase in the comedy world is clean is green. Yes. You've heard this? I have heard this before. Just, I've experienced it. You, you have experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clean is green. It means you can, uh, there's money to be made uh, that is not available to blue comics because you know, there are a lot of settings where you need to be clean to be able to right. perform. Corporate events. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Probably going to be a lot easier uh, to get booked on those. Um, obviously, a church. Yeah. You're not going to get booked at a church if you're blue right i mean maybe some church i don't know 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, it, you know, but you can also get booked at a club if you're clean too. So it's like you can still get booked at a club if you're clean. Why is it that the clubs pay so little comparatively to churches or corporate events or things like that? There's just not the money there. Yeah. At the, at the, so the comedy club, obviously for profit. Yeah. They got a lot of overhead. Yeah. Um, they, they're making their money off of alcohol and food. Yeah. Uh, so the, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, there's, I mean, there, there would be comics that say there's more money out there than, than like, it's a little greedy. And that's true of most. You were saying like the clubs most, could pay better, but they, they, yeah, they choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. They probably could, but yeah. regardless, they are for profit company and so they're trying to make money and that's a big overhead yeah you know they're gonna pay you know obviously several thousands several thousand how do i say thousands of dollars a month just in the performers yeah and that doesn't include the staff or the over the lights or the you know the building all the building that that whole thing and so uh yeah are you still looking gear yeah i've not find a not found a just type a in story. I, I found one. It's like it's boring. Oh, okay. Like it's, it's don't just, tell us anything boring. Ugh, don't bore us, please. Bore us. Yeah. So a church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you think about it, a church is going to have a. They're going to put on a volunteer banquet. Yeah. And they're going to say, "This is important. This is an important event to tell our volunteers thank you for all the work that you've done this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a ten thousand dollar budget. Yeah. That's going to be for food and for uh, giveaways yeah. and for the entertainment. Yeah. And so like a $2,000 line item for the entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Seems there's it, value yeah. there. Exactly. All right. Yeah. I found one, one okay. explanation well, here where we are defining where blue comedy, that term came from. Yeah. We all know what it is. <laughs> we, all, um, God, we have to belabor <laughs> that point again. We know. <laughs> so the term comes from the music hall comedian Max Miller, who kept all his adult jokes in a blue colored notebook. Do we think that's true? Wow. I don't. I need to find out how old is Max Miller. He's got to be like four hundred years old. I'm gonna guess he's dead. If it's, is what um, I would think. Stand-up comedy is a relatively new art. Yeah, form. it is a rel- relatively new art. Yeah, guaranteed. If there was a comic who's been doing this longer than us they would maybe look down on us for not knowing this information. Maybe so. I would assume. They be, there are comics all over the country right now rolling their eyes listening to this. Yeah. Comics like, that have been idiots. doing it for 20 years are listening to our podcast. Yes. They want to learn too. How to get started they in the wanna, business. They want to grow. What does it look like to be a comic in the South? <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that it, Gary? For now, I'm, I'm still searching. All right. But, uh, Gary's going to stay on it. He's going to stay <clears> on it. Yeah. So that's why, yes. So that is why you, so uh, that is an explanation of clean being green. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little niche. There's thing. budgets there. There's budgets. There's and, budgets in and, place. And it is like, there aren't that many clean comics. Yeah. Yeah. And they're even less like comics that could do a church. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of clean comics could do a church, but like, kind of want to know something about church. Yeah. Like, right. But like, so the blue collar comedy tour, which is like Larry, the cable guy and Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. That's not blue comedy. That's blue collar comedy. I, well, I, I think their play on words there was for the more of the blue collar than blue comedy. Yeah. We sound like we don't know anything about the industry we're in right now. Does that, is that, I don't know. Who is the Jeff Foxworthy? Is he a big deal? 
No, I. <laughs> okay, Gary's still working on it. So, still him. digging it up. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, wanted to talk about uh, what it what it looks like um, to be a clean comic and uh, kind of get booked on a show. So, here's what happens uh, in Tulsa. Uh, much like other cities, uh, there are going to be uh, comics that become producers and they're connecting with a bar and saying, we want to put on a comedy night. We're going to bring people. Let us have the stage. They'll get paid money Mm -hmm. and the comics will get paid a little bit and people will come in and they'll buy a ticket. They'll drink, that sort of thing. So I get asked, Adam, you want to come be on this show? And of course, yeah. And they're my friends and I want to do the show with them. And that's great. I found out pretty early on, a little harder to promote these. Mm-hmm. It's not that I can't promote them at all. I can, but I have to be very specific because, uh, well, this is kind of what happened. When I used to work at the church, I was mm-hmm. doing a show at a pizzeria. Doesn't that sound cool? That sounds amazing. It was a great show, actually. And uh, this this uh, lady... Uh, uh, I'm the, sorry. I, ha- I can't let that slide. What? what? <laughs> A comedy show at a pizzeria? How does that even work? Dude, anytime pizza's involved, great things happen. That's true. I mean, I love a good pie, but how does that even make sense? It was a brewery that specialized in brick oven pizza. What do you... I don't understand. Okay. How is this confusing? I'm just thinking like a tiny little pizza place. What do you mean? you're standing in the corner. Well, for one, yeah. I mean, there... I've been... What? I don't understand what you're asking me right now. I think I have a better understanding now because you're saying it's like a big... When I think of a pizzeria... And you know whatever or what's up? any restaurant? Uh, yeah, sure. it's like it's like saying that. You've I did this amazing a- show at Chili's. It was so cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be so amazing. good, dude. If we should They're put on a show at a Chili's, chicken crispers oh, across the board. Yep, I'm in Southwest egg rolls. Yeah, <laughs> in the honey chicken crispers was it that one? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you're confused. You ever been to a restaurant and there was a musician playing? Yeah, it sucks, but. Um, it was happening. I guess that's where you said it was. It was an awesome show. So yeah, so it was this little brewery that had a brick oven pizza place up in Owasso, which is a town near Tulsa, and tickets were expensive. They were twenty bucks. Yeah. So at, wait, I did a show at a uh, Emerson Nice Brewery, is what it was called. Okay. And uh, it was twenty bucks to go upstairs to the comedy show. And you order well, pizza. See, now there you go. Well, upstairs. This is now. It <laughs> makes perfect sense. No, that I would prefer to ridicule you. Why didn't you say I did a show at a pizzeria that yeah. had an upstairs theater in it that we- No, it wasn't a theater. <laughs> it was what are you talking about? No, it was just an up it was a didn't it was have up, a stage. No. Okay. So upstairs was just like a loft. Upstairs? It was like Oh my gosh, this is so boring to talk about. It was upstairs. There were other tables where people Am could I order. Am boring you? No, and a bar I'm up there. I'm sorry. Oh my word. Actually, I'm looking at the wrong camera. Am <laughs> I boring you? <laughs> okay, so it it was a good show because people paid attention. Okay. Okay. No, let's move on. Can I, okay. Why anyway, do we, why do we keep belaboring the point about the pizzeria? Anyway, this lady I work with named Teresa, very nice. Yeah. You know her. Gary knows her. She was like, "Hey, I'm coming to your show. My yes. my friend is coming to it." And I'm again. I was just like, "Ah, right. This is going to be a pretty dirty show, right? Not this guy, not this guy, but but everybody else, yeah." And sure enough, there it was. Yeah, and it is what it is. Sure, and, and, but 
I can't. So anyway, that is something that I realized I was getting into pretty quickly mm-hmm. because I'm not just looking like I do want to perform with my friends and perform on lots of shows, mm-hmm. but I'm not just looking for the stage time. I want to add value. Right. I want people to come to the show too. Yeah. So whenever I see, send out an email, uh, like with all, all my dates on it, I put little asterisks by, by yeah. to say like, not a not a clean show. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's something that I realized that. It, I'm do you into. find it hard though, even just like the dynamic of the other performers taking it in a in a blue style? Does it feel then like it's harder for you to perform well because it's like a different dynamic? I did go. I did do a show at a bar in Oklahoma City last month, and. It was so blue mm-hmm. that I wasn't funny at all right. in the audience. Yeah. It was pretty it was pretty obvious that my best stuff wasn't gonna work. Yeah. It just didn't Well, I would imagine that like you get exposed to a certain like level of edge or a certain level of like shock value mm-hmm. that you become a little bit more desensitized to. Yeah. Maybe what you're doing. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. be hard to kind of get on the same wavelength as everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, right now, I, I'm i looking for just about any stage time. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my next hour. I want to be a better comic. Mm-hmm. I'm in a spot where I could use the reps. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's forever, but definitely mm-hmm. at the beginning. And uh, so there are very few shows that I turn down Mm -hmm. unless monetarily it's just going to like put me in a gaping hole or something. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like, come to Seattle, it's $50. I'm like, well, I'm not up there right now. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I do feel like I might be at a spot where I might, like I might not do that show again Mm -hmm. just because I don't know. I'm like, I kind of feel like, It'd be more like me saying to the promoter, I don't think I'm a good fit for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would kind of just be using you for more stage time. Sure. Which, you know, if you don't know, I don't even know if you know this. Real comics, I am a real comic, but like a comic in New York, they're getting on stage 10 times a week. Mm -hmm. Like if they're going for it. So that's a minimum of 60 minutes a week. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're doing a 10 minute set, hopefully it's more. And so, I obviously struggle with getting that many minutes every week. Right. But I am trying very hard. So mm-hmm. if somebody offers me a show, I really want to do it. But I am at a place where like I'm, you know, I'm having to kind of evaluate that mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's something that um, I'm dealing with on the side of being invited to do a show and then just having to up my communication. Mm-hmm. Like I'll promote all the shows. I always put them on my Instagram. I always put them on all the socials. And then I just post like, not a clean show. And then let you decide. Yeah. If right. you want to come to it. And I've had people, I've come, you know, when I'm at the Looney Bin on a show that's, I kind of like, maybe not clean. Like, uh, like our friend Marty came to a show the other day. Shout out Marty um, mm-hmm. and Chrissy. They, and I was just like, I kind of know them. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you you know what you're getting yourself into. And it wasn't that dirty of a show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like if my mom came, I'd just be like, mom, you should walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not going to do this. I don't, You're not going to enjoy this. Right. You're not going to enjoy this. Yeah. Then there's the other side of things where I'm putting on shows and I want to give stage time to other people. Mm-hmm. And 
if I'm promoting something, it means that I'm saying to like my fan base, this is an Adam Bush approved show. Right. Yeah. You're, you bring your kid. Yeah. That's really what I want out of life. Yeah. I want people bringing their kids, not young kids. Don't bring your young kids. Yeah, I was going to say, that's interesting. Yeah. It does sound kind of weird me saying bring your kids. <laughs> I want parents and kids to enjoy my show, but like older, oh, like 13 and up. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, my high, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to be a distraction, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I'm putting on the showcase, and so I reach out to a few comics, and I'm like, I'd love for you to be on the show, but you got to do. It's got to be clean, mm-hmm. and it's pretty crazy. Like, how many minutes clean do you have? And so, like, I got five. Yeah. Great, I'll put you on. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you got 10? I've had people be like, oh, I don't got 10. I don't have 10. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what do you got? I got six. All right, great. I'll put you on. So it's kind of, you know, and you have to, I, I'm finding that I'm having to be really clear because there's a clean mic in town where you just, you don't say the F word and you don't say sexual innuendos, but you can say, you can, you can say any other cuss word. You can allude to things that aren't, that's not a part of my set. Yeah. Not part yeah. of my brand and honestly not a part of just my personal life. Um, but that's not the kind of clean I'm talking about. The kind of clean I've learned, it's called dry bar clean, which mm. is the expectation from dry bar comedy on this is how clean your set has to be. Mm-hmm. And they like have a whole video, like you can't cuss at all. No sexual windows. When I filmed my dry bar, there was a guy who said horny and they're like, you can't say that. Mm. So we had to change it. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal to change. Did they like the word. stop him mid set? Just a big buzzer. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh crap. No. Oh, wait, I said crap. No crap. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I wonder if you, I think you could say crap. You say crap. I think you could. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, something I didn't expect getting in to comedy. Yeah. Or what do you, what didn't you expect? I didn't expect, like, I don't know why I don't, I I mean, you don't know what you don't know, but I didn't expect that. Like, Oh, I, this show is going to be harder to promote. I see. Yeah. Because I am on with other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's it. That's the, that's the, not as hard when you go out of town. When I go out of town, I mean, I'm, I promote it, but like, I don't have a fan base. I don't have a fan base. Right, yeah. You would. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of people. Like, you'd have to... If you were on a showcase, like what I do, like mm-hmm. last time I went to Flappers in Burbank, mm-hmm. like, if you're like someone... Like, oh, I meant to tell you, I did this show in Burbank. I was I got on... It was called uh, Famous Fridays. Mm-hmm. And it was the showcase of like seven comics... And the idea is that like some of them are famous. Mm-hmm. And so one of the comics was the dude from uh, Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I told you about you that. You told me about that, yeah. Uh, the comic I went after, I didn't I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. But the other day he popped up on my Instagram and he's got like 200,000 followers. Oh, cool. And I was just like, oh, that's why that guy was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I was thinking about you because it's kind of, kind of the same sort of... Yeah, well... Even going back to what you were talking about, how most comics are, or maybe not most, but like the professional comics, the ones that are really taking this thing seriously as an art form, yeah, are doing ten performances a week. Isn't that crazy? And it's like that's amazing. And that, I mean, that's where I would be like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to do ten performances a week to get better and and 
continue to, you know, churn out social media stuff or whatever. Yeah. So that is like, we've talked about like the social media guys have a difficult time kind of showing up live and uh-huh. then being able to deliver on the yeah. level that somebody who's logging that kind of stage time, you know, would have. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, when uh, the comedian Graham K, who's very funny, not clean, but very funny, came through Tulsa, one of the things he said to me was, Adam, the one benefit you have is you can get up on stage for longer mm. because just in this part of the country, it's like the fact that somebody would ask me to headline mm-hmm. for like 45 minutes. That's kind of crazy. Right. Because yeah. you just don't. If you're in New York, who's going to ask you to do that? No. Yeah. Right. They're going to ask Dave Attell, right. who has 45 minutes or Berbiglia. Yeah. Like, you're, it's not. And here, the bar is lower. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so, you know, and there's just less comics. I mean, I even looking at, you can tell a lot about the comedy scene of a community by how many open mics they have. We have about 10. Mm. Go to Dallas, you're looking at like, around 40 mm. maybe i mean if you go up to new york you're looking at like a hundred or more mm-hmm. so that or la or something like that go down to austin where joe rogan just opened a club i mean it's like even more yeah and so like the amount of mics is kind of comparable to how many comics there are and mm-hmm. we probably only have about a hundred comics mm. and, and that's out of a million people like in the surrounding area interesting yeah yeah so um you you can make up for it the fact that like you're like we're doing a show this mm-hmm. week and you're doing what are you doing fifteen minutes a ten or fifteen ten yeah. or fifteen I mean that's still a lot yeah like, considering that you don't go up on stage yeah or or I just say like you just did that corporate thing how mm-hmm. what's one of the longest ones you've done uh, the longest I've done was thirty yeah that's a long time yeah 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 it's funny you don't realize like early on people will ask you how many minutes do you have and you don't really realize what that means yeah until I don't know, time you keep doing it and you realize, oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, I get, there's new guys and bless your heart. You are doing a great job. But they'll be like, yeah, I got 15 minutes. And I'm like, I know what it feels like to say you have 15 minutes. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've tried to fill 15 minutes early on in like a real pro environment and been like, ha, I don't. Mm hmm. I don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. You really understand what it really means to have minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the idea is that you would get a laugh every 10 to 15 seconds on average. Yeah. So so that means four laughs a minute. Yeah. And if you can get more, that's better. Four laughs a minute times five minutes, 20 laughs. Are you getting 20 laughs? Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of laughs. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of laughs and a lot of tight jokes. Yeah. 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 I heard, um, what's his first name? Regan. Brian Regan. Brian Regan talking about how, you know, he was just kind of make it was kind of a quote, just like the, the punchlines are easy where he was like, where, what he works the most on is, is funny, uh, like setups. Mm-hmm. And I, that's something that I've, I've, as I've kind of like examined my jokes of just like, Oh man, I see, I have a lot of like boring setups or, yeah. And it's just like, how can I infuse uh, more humor mm-hmm. into just the setup itself? Because I, I, I feel like sometimes I get into that rhythm where it's like setup, 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 punchline. Oh, that's pretty, it was okay. But like that punch isn't like lasting. Mm-hmm. 
through the next long setup to the next. Yeah. And then if you and if that joke yeah. doesn't hit very well, then you've got two long setups in a row. It's just like, man, how do you just get rid of all of that? Neighbor Gatsi says, don't leave too much space between the laughs. Exactly. Yeah. And and then I find like I start chasing the laugh and then it feels like you can't catch your breath or you're trying to rush and then yeah. you stop performing but as well as you yeah, it just it just goes south in a hurry if you're if you're so that's like the part of my stand-up career that I am excited about like getting better at is just like compressing everything into like tighter better more well-written jokes um that are with, with more punchlines. Yeah. And it, isn't it amazing? And I think clean has really, and also your social media um, uh, following, but being clean has afforded you the opportunity for people to book you for real money. Yeah. In spite of the fact that you are continuing to grow. Sure. I mean, every comic's yeah. growing, which yeah. you know what I mean? No, yeah. And I would say to kind of round it all out, that is one of the beauties of being a clean comic. Yeah. Is that because there are so few of us mm-hmm. that when someone's looking for a clean comic, um, they will, uh, they'll book you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Gare, final words, final thoughts. Pass. <laughs> oh, we okay. bore, he fell asleep. He we did. bored him. All right. Well, Hey, maybe we won't bore you with this. Cause it's time to wrap it up with comment of the week. Quack, 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 quack. All right, I got the comment of the week right here. Let's hear it. It's perfect for uh, us talking about clean comedy. All right, uh, I got. I got. Uh, I'll do. Uh, let's see. I got. Uh, I got two. I got two for you. All right. Let's All right. Hear it. All right. I got this one on my YouTube. One of the YouTube. One of the videos I posted at Hey Adam Bush on YouTube. A guy named Neil Brucker. Neil Brucker. Thanks He's, for commenting, Neil. He said Jim Gaffigan has made millions doing mostly clean stuff. Period. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> just factual comment That's from facts Neil. right there. Yeah. Neil just he spit threw the truth. it down. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was the comment on? What? I can tell you. Let's see here. I, it might have been. It sounds like you were you were making fun of Jim Gaffigan, and that guy's like... He's defending Jim Gaffigan? It's what it sounds like, but I definitely wasn't. Remember, you've got that whole eight-minute block in your set where you're just tearing <laughs> apart Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I'm like, Jim Gaffigan, never take me on the road. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You could just take all of Jim Gaffigan's self-deprivating self-depri- comments and have an eight-minute set, probably. Yeah, then you just use them. You just take them. All right, let's see. He he commented. It was a video about me saying, "How do I get booked on stand-up gigs and book my own shows?" And I don't know. It was it's a it's a video from about from the podcast. Did Neil's comment have quotations around it? Was he quoting you? Did you say that in your video? No. Okay. What? No. What are you saying? I said, did Neil's comment have quotations around it? Oh, like, like he was I quoting said it. you. Oh, like you said no. that in there. No, it's a video. It's from the podcast where I talk about how I connected with the Clean Comedy Collective in Nashville, hmm. which shout out to those guys because they uh, posted some of our videos and uh, they were just like, hey, hey, clean. They well, shouted us out. Like we shout them out. Shout the them out. The comment back. was just an encouraging comment saying, hey, 
keep you your keep chin this up. up. Yeah. You know what, Neil? I'm going to take it as that. Yeah, why not? I, I didn't think... know how to take it before, but now I take it as encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Neil. All right. And then the last one, uh, somebody commented, I posted this joke about finding Nemo. You've probably seen that joke before because uh, you were at the show. When I yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, this person who goes by the handle, nothing to see here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not as, not as, uh, transparent as old Neil. Oh, no. Okay. I'm saying with the nothing to see here. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Said, uh, or you could say they're being very transparent. Hey, oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, okay. Nothing to see here. That's pretty good. Sorry. I didn't catch it. I apologize. Uh, so it was about my finding Nemo joke and it said, they said, it's almost a joke, but it isn't really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a grain of a joke there. But it's incom- It's an incomplete joke told well. Okay, so that's like <laughs> not compliment <many> sandwich. <laughs> so maybe well, you found your niche. It's more of an open face sandwich. Yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. It's an open face sandwich. What were you saying, Gare? Well, I think you can focus on telling incomplete jokes well now. Yeah. yeah. Kind of put yourself <laughs> in that box, run in that lane. Yeah. Of being almost funny. My lane is that <laughs> I like to. Uh, it's the, I tell uh, jokes that aren't quite there. No, they're not. But I do it well. You you tell the joke well. <laughs> you you de- you deliver like it in a, confidence. <laughs> a half made joke. Yeah. So. Oh, not fully baked. Not fully baked joke. But the recipe's good. <laughs> <laughs> That is such a Pastor so Bobby thing. Do you Ooh. do you do research on these people? Like, find, the, that, extent, that sounds like a, a, a critic. The extent of the research is I go to their YouTube and I'm like, no videos, two subscribers. <laughs> I don't know what to do, and I yeah. never know about the people because they're a picture. It's like a picture of like Pikachu, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't is know, this? I don't know anything about you. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, should I do one? Yeah, you got one? I don't. <laughs> well, well, then we don't need to do one. Let me look real quick. All right. Chris is going to look. Adam, throw him a comment. He just... He can... Oh, Chris just got... Just, he just showed so up to the There's so many positive pod. comments. Oh, it's my It's so hard word. to find negative ones. Yeah. What did Taika Waititi say about me again? You don't have to always do negative. Yeah, maybe no, I can do, do it. A positive let's do a positive one. one. Actually, I, I'll do one for you. It's about you. Okay. Yeah. Somebody commented. You, uh, we posted the podcast, um, Creating Steven Stevens. Okay. We talk about how you create your characters. And this person said about you, your talent is immense. Mm. Thanks for making me laugh emoji. Oh. Blue heart. Oh, that's very sweet. Thanks a lot, Senior 2767. <laughs> senior 27? Singer. Oh, Singer. I thought you said Senior. I was yeah. like, that's Oh, I would. Right. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Singer 27? 67. S- singer 67. Thank no, you very no, much. No, Singer 2767. Oh, How hard is this? Wow. Singer 2767. Yeah. Thank you. That's very Immense kind. gratitude from Chris. That's yeah. very kind. I mean, very honestly, I'm glad you said that, Garrett. It can be a positive comment because it is really nice when people leave a positive it's comment. It's wonderful. It is yeah. very nice. I have gotten some amazing comments of just people saying that my comedy has helped them through difficult times and all that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. just like, ah, tear. Yeah, it is a tear. Um, especially in a, in a medium that's like 
I don't ever hear anybody laugh. Like you don't know what. So the comments are really, really meaningful. And yeah. so I'm thankful that you took the time to let me know. That was very kind. That's very kind. Yeah. Speaking of taking the time, thanks for taking oh. the time to check out the podcast, whether you're listening or watching. It goes back and forth every week, whether more people watch it or more people stream it, but it's going well. It's um, as Dustin Nickerson says about his podcast, our podcast is also the little podcast that could. That's what he says about his podcast. Yeah. And I stole it. And that's, you know, hey, we just started this thing. Yeah, we just started it. And it's, you know, here we go. See what happens. I mean, that's were right. there people against the podcast or? There was a lot of. Fight a lot of. A lot, we had a, to fight a lot of yeah, battles. A lot of, a lot of people battles. said we couldn't do this. Yeah. Satan did not want us. <laughs> <laughs> he said we'd never get past 20. Yeah. That's what that's what Pastor Bobby would say. The enemy. Oh, it's, he, we've, been, we've been having to fight tooth and nail. <laughs> Just to get something on the screen. And yet here we are. Hey, <laughs> man, look at us go. Just a shooting star. Hoping we don't flash and, flash and or uh, what is it? Flash uh, and burn? Flash and, cla- crash and burn. Hey, <laughs> man, but here we are, standing strong. Hey, you want to give us out like a, a, a follow us online podcast out? You know what would really help us? <laughs> You know, a lot of people reach out and say, how can we serve? And you could help us <laughs> by just liking and subscribing and sharing, leaving a comment, a nice word, a word in season. <laughs> We'd appreciate that. And so, yes, we appreciate your love and support. And so you could also send donations would help as well. It ain't cheap putting this all together. Sorry. I don't know where they're going to send the donations, but at Hey Adam. It seems like Pastor Bobby should be asking for donations. Yeah, he doesn't ask for a lot of donations. He doesn't. I, that's yeah. not really, I guess that would be a little not really gone there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is it a uh, cash tag uh, Chris Munch comedy? No. <laughs> cash tag at Hey Adam Bush. Uh, yeah. And hey, if you want to follow me or Chris at Hey Adam Bush on the socials at Chris Munch comedy on the socials on the socials you can find out about our shows and uh, get a cam- get but buy a cameo from this guy oh get, yeah a ca- send Pastor Bobby to someone special uh, yeah. or Steven Stevens or, or okay or, actually I've done a couple chads have you yeah I had a, a lady uh, who is a big MLM lady I hello guess. <laughs> and so she she bought one and she was like I love my industry but I also love when people make fun of the oh, uh, I feel the, same the stereotypes, way. and so yeah, yeah I, I mean it's like Pastor Bobby. I feel like it's kind of that whole same vibe yeah. in the sense of like I love the church, but yeah, obviously there's things that. But this will probably be out. This podcast will be out before Mother's Day. I oh can, yeah, Mother's I can Day. Think of nothing better. Oh man, yeah, Mother's Day is a great opportunity to send uh, a little uh, a little love from Stephen. Yeah. He would love to make your Mother's Day. Special. Can you go to chrismunchcomedy.com? <laughs> it almost started to go get weird there. Can you go to chrismunchcomedy.com for chrismunchcomedy.com? You can get there. Or if you want to actually, yeah, go to chrismunchcomedy.com. And you can click for the. Or cameo. you just text 918. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yes. And uh, if you're listening or watching this podcast, come see me live. Open up for comedian. Hilarious Dustin Nickerson, Dustin who's been Nickerson. on James Corden um, and tours with Taylor Tomlinson and Nate Bergazzi. He's going to be at the Bricktown Comedy Club here in Tulsa, August 26th. You can get tickets at bricktowntulsa.com. 
come and let's fill up the room. And uh, he's a clean comic, and it's great. It's an early show too, so it's going to be that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thirteen and plus. So you, if you're a teenager, say you can bring your four year olds. You can, well, I don't. No, I wouldn't time. do that. Maybe maybe are, when are tickets on sale? Uh, tickets are on sale now. Bricktown.com. Ooh, I Sweet. just scooped up all of them. Ooh, oh, sold out. Oh, better go to StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so come to that show. It's a big deal. All right. Yeah. We love you. See you. Bye.